If you're not listening to Pubcast, the terrorists are winning. That's what Jay Moore says. Welcome to the Pubcast. Sit down and enjoy a pint. Okay, welcome back to the Pubcast. This is another very special episode as we dive into Die Hard. Allison, Eric, and Polly join me on this one as we uh, go into one of my favorite movies. I think the only person who likes this movie more than me would be Polly. Uh, so he had to be on this episode, and Eric is a big fan as well as Allison, so we had fun on this one. We dive into a bunch of the clips and quotes and our favorite scenes, and uh, this one was a lot of fun. Uh, very similar to our Goodfellas podcast, although this episode was uh, a little faster paced. And we even dive into the uh, age-old question of, is Die Hard a Christmas movie? And of course it is. If you think it's not, then you are wrong. Um, we, of course, have a fun section in the uh, recasturbate uh, section, but... This episode marks the second or third or fourth time in a row that I have won the How Much Are They Worth game. So, uh, based on that, I'm uh, declaring myself the all-time greatest player of this game, regardless of any previous performance. Uh, Anything that happened before this little run of three or four episodes, uh, to me, doesn't exist. So, I've wiped the slate clean, and going forward, uh, I am the all-time winningest player at my own game so there's that too uh so sit back relax and get ready for die hard we thank you one and all and wish you a merry christmas and a happy new year it's christmas eve in la but a team of terrorists you want money what kind of terrorists are you who said we were terrorists have their own holiday plans and i'm telling you you just gonna have to kill me Okay. We do it the hard way. But the one thing they didn't plan on was New York cop John McLean. Got invited to the Christmas party by mistake. Who knew? Do you really think you have a chance against us, Mr. Cowboy? yippee ki mother... And you'll have it. They have already killed one hostage. This channel is reserved for emergency calls only. Lady, do I sound like I'm ordered a pizza? Come to Papa, honey. Are you really an American? Only if New Jersey counts. What does he think he's doing? Good job. They're using artillery on us. You idiot. It's not the police. He's an easy guy to like. Welcome to the party, pal. And a hard man to kill. Bruce Willis. Die Hard. Uh, all right. Uh, die Hard. 1988. Oof. The, the plot as it is with, I think this is IMDb, uh, sort of the, uh, the very no-nonsense plot. An NYPD officer tries to save his wife and several others taken hostage by German terrorists during a Christmas party at the Nakatomi Plaza in Los Angeles. The end. That's all we have. That's simple. Turn the podcast off. We're done. (laughs) Uh, Good job, everyone. (laughs) That was 88. So where were you? What were you? What did you think when you first saw it? I mean, definitely... Me and Polly and Allison were in high school. Um, I saw it in the theater. Uh, oh, I'm, yeah, I think I saw it in the theater. 
Uh, I must have started puberty. Um, I was all over it. I didn't know what to expect going in. I mean, we knew it was a kind of an action hero thing, but mm -hmm. it was Bruce Willis who we didn't know except for Moonlighting. So it was weird. Mm -hmm. uh, My mother was a huge Moonlighting fan and I would watch every now and then like little clips. And I just thought he was, I thought he was funny. Um, you were a huge David Addison fan. Come on. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> so did she want to go and see the movie because of, uh, I don't think so. I, I, I can't imagine my mom and myself going to watch Die Hard at the movies. That would be sort of weird. Um, <laughs> no way. hilarious. Yeah. So I don't, I remember seeing the second one in the theater with my best friend from high school, but I don't, I, I want to say we, we saw Die Hard maybe on HBO at his house first. Like, I don't think I saw it at the, at the theaters. This is um, right? Yes. Yeah. yeah. I think mm. I think we rented it. Yeah. It was a VHS rental. I think the first time I would have seen it. I know I did not see it in the theater. A little blockbuster action. Yes. Definitely. Well, see, now you're making me second guess. Because we, it would have been like the summer after our freshman year, I think. July fifteenth, nineteen eighty-eight. So I had friends. I had at least one friend who could drive. Yeah. Uh, least uh, one friend and one robot. That's right. <laughs> one. Uh, <laughs> that's a pod all on its own. The USOB. <laughs> uh, July fifteenth, nineteen eighty-eight. Yeah, I'm sure I saw it in the theater. We, we you were Mister. The you were Mister Theater somehow. I, I don't think I ever went to the. the oh, movies we went to the, other well. Than, I mean, like ET and like some other like kid movies when I was. We young. went to the movies all the time because that yeah. was just what Nothing else were we gonna to do, do as fifteen-year-olds or seventeen-year-olds? That's what it was. That or go bowling. Uh, that, that was about it. Maybe yeah. the mall. Yeah, I bowled a lot. <laughs> <laughs> Eric, do you remember? I remember the movie as a kid. I was you saw it on TV or VHS somewhere. Yeah, 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 and way later. Much later than uh, I would care to admit, I would I would it was tw I was twelve when it came out. I think I finally like it was not like a movie that we would have. There would have been no consensus that I would have been able to get everybody else in the family to agree to watch Die Hard between Annie and no, Jill and no, Susan. Right. They're not running. They're not running Die Hard. Are limited options um i honestly think i might have been i think it was in my 20s already by the time i saw it for wow. the first time wow yeah so i i thought i had this in in the fun facts but anyway uh yeah so this was kind of a different kind of a action movie um it wasn't the schwarzenegger you know kill them all movies uh it had more of a plot and i was reading i think it was uh yeah here it is uh the screenwriter was jeb stewart jeb there's not enough people named jeb uh jeb stewart um said it wasn't meant to be a big action movie it was more of a thriller uh and that the characters in the film mclean his wife uh, his friendship with powell but that's really the main crux of the movie is that 
it's these characters and their relationships and then the action kind of happens around them, but they're not really, it's not an action movie per se. Uh, I mean, it is today yeah. when you look at it, but at the time there wasn't a lot of those. And we've seen how many other, how many, how many dozens of movies have been made that are diehard ripoffs, you know, uh, speed, you know, diehard on Under a bus, siege. diehard on right. a boat, diehard in a plane, diehard in a whatever. Right. Skyscraper is the uh, diehard in a bigger skyscraper. <laughs> with uh, uh, the rock, right? Yeah. So anyway, uh, I liked it. I was all over it from the beginning. Um, saw it in the theater, and uh, it was great. Then and it holds up. We just saw. We watched it just now, Polly. Like an hour. Oh, did ago. you? Yeah. Nice. And uh, we watch it pretty much every year around Thanksgiving weekend. Right. Um, holds up. So, Rotten Tomato scores. What do you, let's go with the critics. What do you think the critics gave it? And what do you think the audience gave it? Um, I'm going to say critic score 75%. Okay, critic 75. That's pretty Eric's high, I think. 80 for Eric. Paul? Uh, I don't know if it was a big critic movie. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go like 60 maybe. If I didn't know, I would have guessed low. I would have said in the 60s for sure. Uh, Critic score, 94. Really? Wow. Wow. That's insane. I had seen something that um, Roger Ebert had given it a thumbs down as a... He's got a record of hitting the same movies. But then he liked the sequel, the two sequels, (laughs) and he went back and apparently like uh, revised his original review and gave it a thumbs up. Like he just... He didn't because um, it was kind of new. It was kind of new. He didn't like the um, the deputy sheriff guy. He thought that, that character Wayne was, T. Robinson was complete nonsense and Dwayne T. Robinson kind of ruined the movie Dwayne, and any yeah. momentum and all of that stuff. That he just thought that that was just so poorly. That was such a poor part of the movie <laughs> that it detracted from other stuff. Come on, Raj. This movie is funnier yeah. than you remember it. Yeah. Like, I I, when you watch it again, you're like, oh yeah, it is like super funny. Yeah. <laughs> I don't uh, okay, I so. don't even know if there's a lot of dialogue to the movie. It's all like almost like catchphrases or yeah, I don't know how to like I was one liners. Yeah, that's exactly how it is. It's because when I was rewatching it, I'm like, I'm just writing down every like one-liner or whatever. And I'm like, oh my God, there's a right. million. Like right. every single scene, there's a one-liner. Well, we just did that Goodfellas podcast. I mean, I, we just published it. We did it freaking five weeks ago, whatever it was. Uh, and we were saying that that was a super quotable movie, that every line is a quote like, that, that you remember. Die Hard is one of those deals where every single thing someone says is something you repeat to your friends over and over and over. Yeah, that's true. Uh, so what do you think the audience gave it? Critics gave it 94. Audience, I don't know. We Every time we say the I'm audience say is more generous, and then we end up like we're wrong every time. I'm going to say 90. All right. I'm going to – I'm still going to stick with that the audience liked it even more. I'll say 98. Okay. Polly? I'm, I'm going to go low again. I want to say maybe – 85 because they were still trying to wow. fit Bruce Willis into this uh, new That's action true. star. Uh, so the critics gave it 94. The audience gave it 
94. Oh my uh, god. Sorry. <laughs> Sarah was closest. But Dang it by one. No, wait, you said 98? 78. Yeah. Oh, is this price is right rules? Oh, I said yeah. You guys aren't all together, by the way, are you? Yeah, yeah we are. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> We're in my basement at the bar. All right, all right. Yeah. Uh, all right, so we talked about the screenwriter and how it was a different kind of movie and the story. Um, if you guys did any research, you probably came over some of this stuff. Uh, there's tons of fun facts and trivia. I'm going to try not to go over all of it so we can spend more time on the recasting stuff, but uh, um, throw out your favorite piece of trivia okay. that you have. Go ahead. Oh, you, have one? you know the biggest thing that hit me when I was just looking into shit that I didn't know? Yeah. Is Holly Gennaro, Bonnie Bedelia, is fucking Macaulay Culkin's aunt. That was my little secret one I was going to throw in there. I didn't yeah. know how oh. to catch that one. <laughs> that one like threw me for like a major loop. I couldn't, I don't know why. It was like, what? Yeah, I know. That's, she's his, Macaulay's dad's sister. Sister, yeah. 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 Um, I've got two little bits of trivia. Um, yeah. I, I resisted like reading a lot of stuff. So um, one is that, there were 17 different tank tops worn by Bruce Willis <laughs> <laughs> in various forms of degradation of staining and white, rips and gray, whatever. brown, yeah. black. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then the other, and now <laughs> I want to go back and watch it, watch the scene again, but apparently in the scene where Bruce Willis, where John McClane hangs Carl on the chains, that when John McClane kind of slumps down on the floor, you can see the actor who plays Carl watching from the wings. Like oh, there's really? an editing error <laughs> where you can see him apparently standing in the background. Yeah. So I'm uh, like, oh my God, now I got to go back and totally watch totally. it. See if I can see it. That's funny that you say the tank top color. Cause I noticed like right at the beginning of the movie, I'm like, why is his tank top sort of like an army green at this point? Like, <laughs> I think it was like right after he killed, uh, Carl's brother when they fell down the stairs and yeah. then all of a sudden he was like it was like a grayish green color and I'm like it didn't I think, start I think white it, right I think it turned that color when he once he came out of the air conditioning duct that's when it was when he yeah when he came out I particularly noticed it today that it was it was it went from <laughs> white-ish to like brown or army green like that like yeah. not like you know spots of it or some dirt right. here and there like the whole thing just changed color completely it was, yeah crazy uh all right i'll throw out a couple of quick hits uh a lot of this stuff we already know but uh for the listening audience we'll throw it out um nakatomi tower is actually the headquarters or was the headquarters for uh 20th century fox uh it's, there is no nakatomi plaza uh the yippie Kaye line was improvised by bruce willis who was simply trying to make the crew laugh and never expected to be in the film uh Alan Rickman was generally scared in that fall uh, when they, they had him off of the edge at the end. They were going to count one, two, three and let him go. And they let him go after one or two or whatever. Oh, um, they left him, it dropped him a beat too early. And so his reaction was real. And that's what they used in the film. Was that intentional? Yeah. Yeah. 
to get the, an authentic one, kind of scared look. One, two, gone. Yeah. <laughs> um, this is one of my favorite ones. The German terrorists, or the German that the terrorists speak in the theatrical version is mostly just gibberish. Uh, they cleaned it up and put actual German for the home video release later on. I, I think that's probably what we saw, it was uh-huh. like the real version. Um, I don't remember what the early one, the first one sounded like, but I can imagine just German gibberish or pseudo-German yeah. gibberish. Was, was that a an era of bad guys are German? You know how there's been like different eras of oh, like, yeah. there's, you know, it's Middle Eastern, now it's German, now it, you know, it, it's, I was that? I guess so, but it was sort of, it was the middle of the Cold War or the end of the Cold War. Uh, so you would think they'd be Russian or something. I think yeah. they were just going for a general Euro trash sort of Because yeah, Hans vibe. was German, but then there was like, uh, was it uh, Marco? Mm-hmm. And he was clearly wasn't German. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I think it was just different European, like soldiers of fortune out of Europe. Yeah. Then the Asian guy that's in like every movie. Oh, yeah, I yeah. love that guy. I don't know what his name is. <laughs> He's fantastic. Yeah. He was in there too. I like that guy. Uh, Die Hard was Alan Rickman's first movie. Yep. He got the role after the director saw the casting director saw him in the stage version of Dangerous Liaisons. That's a great little first movie. Yeah, he's probably the second most popular actor that came out of this movie, right? I mean, Bruce Willis obviously number one, but Alan Rickman yeah. had a huge career after this movie. Yeah, oh, yeah. I mean, no one else. I'm just looking down the list of who was in there. Well, and no. he was apparently a little nervous about being typecast as a villain, being that his first role, big movie role, was as a villain. Yeah. And it was so well-received that that was kind of a... Well, he wasn't too worried about it. I mean, he played some major villains across oh, the, sure, along the way. Oh, sure, sure. I mean, Snape in the uh, Harry Potter movies right. and... Uh, Sheriff of Nottingham. Sheriff of Nottingham <laughs> and, <laughs> Robin Hood. Uh, so he didn't, speaking of Alan Rickman, he barely had any experience firing prop guns, uh, meaning that every time he shot one, he sort of winced every single time. So the, the directors had to cut almost immediately after he shot a gun so you wouldn't see his face. It's so funny you say that because <laughs> when he realizes that um, Holly Gennaro is John McClane's wife, when he flips over the photo and he comes racing out of that office, he's like, he's shooting in the air and he's like <laughs> sliding on the ground. And I just thought it was really kind of That's odd. But then I kind of chalked it up to the fact that he's not really the guy that shoots the gun. He's the brains behind the operation yeah. and he's not the henchman. So I, I kind of You can explain it, it but, away, but it's because yeah. Rickman didn't feel like right. he wasn't comfortable with guns yet. <laughs> So that's an awesome slide shoot, though. If you oh, it watch it, it's like a soft shoe shooting. Yeah. I often confuse that with when he comes out to hold up the uh, uh, walkie talkie to have McLean hear the people screaming. Yeah, I put those together. I think he slides like two or three times in my mind. Like he's just constantly just sliding and sliding holding things up. <laughs> uh, I have another bit of trivia. I've got a couple of Rickmans still. Oh, okay. Finish your Rickmans and then. Uh, And this is all sort of half-assed. I don't know if I believe all this, but uh, since when do we care about being accurate? (laughs) Uh, 
So apparently his character was going to be wearing, and I guess all the bad guys were going to be wearing sort of tactical terrorism garb or costumes. And Alan Rickman was the one who told the, uh, uh, the director, Hey, why don't we, why don't I just wear a suit and, you know, be more professional and be more, you know, buttoned up and, uh, uh, I can wear a suit. I can uh, blend into the crowd and be a hostage in one scene. And he left that for Joel Silver, who's the producer, I guess. Right. Um, they, and, uh, Joel Silver said, get the hell out of here. We pick the costume you wear. We're going to, we say to wear, uh, and the next day it's like, yeah, yeah, fuck it. Let's just wear suits. Hmm. So great John, move by Joel right. Silver. Right. John Phillips. Yeah, exactly. John Phillips. Which uh, I looked up. I, I looked up John Phillips. I thought that was a real suit maker, but no, total bullshit. Oh, really? Yeah. I, he could have said, I mean, that could have been Armani or whoever. Yeah. That's a weird John one. Phillips so London. I, so Arafat like, didn't get his suits there? <laughs> I guess he didn't. <laughs> Unless it's off the grid. Suit maker. Uh, Let's see. That's Alan Rickman. What else we got? Well, I had one going back to, um, Paul, you were making the comment earlier about uh, Bruce Willis really being known for moonlighting and a a comedy um, role that they were gonna originally have him on the movie poster, but then they took him off and put Nakatomi Plaza on it because they were afraid people would think it was going to be mainly a comedy. Yeah. So they had to totally like rethink their um, promotion to avoid um, people mistaking what the movie was supposed to be. Even though, you know, as we said, there's there's a lot of funny parts to it. It was not intended to be a comedy. No, you couldn't. You couldn't market this guy not known for this kind of movie, right? And it was a. I guess it was a really big. Even casting it was a. Was a big debate, debate and a big gamble, yeah. Because he had made like one other movie before that was a comedy and totally bombed. Mm. So then he was he was going to be in Die Hard, and it was a serious question about: Are we making mm. a horrible mistake by putting this guy in the movie? Well. But it all worked out. And it worked out. Uh, so the screenwriter, Stuart, uh, after doing Die Hard, he did another 48 Hours, which starred Eddie Murphy. Right. Uh, and then one of the first things that Eddie told them when they got on set was, uh, I should have been John McClane. I, I, I should have been the star of Die Hard. Hmm. Which that, I don't know. Could have pulled it off. I Eddie Murphy in 88, I think, definitely could have pulled it off. Yeah. But I think of Eddie in a very different way now. You know? <laughs> I don't know. I mean, he was a couple of year, couple of years away from Beverly Hills Cop, so it kind of... When was... Oh, yeah. Beverly Hills Cop was the 80, first one, 84, 84, right? Yeah. Something like that. Um, the other one that I like from the... On the director side, uh, John McTiernan is one of only two directors with films in both the IMDb uh, top 250 and bottom 100. So wow. best movies and worst movies. Uh, Die Hard is in the top 250, while Rollerball? the 2002 version of Rollerball is in the bottom 100. The only other director to accomplish this feat is Guy Ritchie. 
Our man Guy Ritchie is in the top and the bottom. Wow. Is the bottom one the the one with Madonna when they're on the dessert? Sure. I gotta figure uh King Arthur's gotta be down there as well. I don't think it's down that far. No. No, I think it's the one where the one that Madonna is. In. Yeah. Yeah. It's gotta be the one that's in the bottom. Yeah. <laughs> He's done it's gotta be. It's gotta be. <laughs> He's, that's ridiculous. He directed Predator the year before. Yeah. Seven. I've got him and directed Hunt for Red October two years yeah, later. Yeah, I got him down for Predator, Last Action Hero, Hunt for Red October, and the Thomas Crown Affair being his big ones. He had a pretty good and run there. Yeah, he had a he had a good run. I was looking at his IMDb after like two thousand three. He just disappeared. Yeah, the, he had. He's some, not uh, dead or anything, but he had some legal issues. Did he? <laughs> yeah, he did. <laughs> He um, oh he had he had a business partner that they had a I can't some sort of falling out yeah. and uh, John McTiernan put a legal phone tap on his business partner's phone and then perjured himself to the FBI when they <laughs> testified about it. So I I want to say he might have even done a little bit of jail time. Wow. Oh my god! But yeah, that's what happened to John McTiernan. The teddy bear that John McClane brings on the airplane and gives his children for Christmas, uh, belonged to director John McTiernan and was used again in his 1990 film, The Hunt for Red October. Uh, Quality kills in this movie. How many, again, this is half-assed, but uh, how many kill, how many total kills are in the movie? How many people die in Die Hard? Does Carl's count twice? (laughs) (laughs) yes well there's 11 terrorists right 12 right they're 11 or 12 with with rickman did theo die i'm trying to remember how he died no he got punched out by argo yeah yeah that's the sequel Mm. theo escapes and founds facebook okay so 11 or in the helicopter. Yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna go with twenty. Twenty. Mm-hmm. Polly, what do you think? That's probably a, a decent guess. Civilians, police. I mean, did anyone Paris. die on the roof when the whole roof blew up? <laughs> uh, yeah. The how many how many how many cops drive the freaking uh rv send in the car yeah maybe 30 <laughs> 20 30 eric what do you got i'll split the difference 25 because yeah there's all those the the guy at the front desk that gets mm-hmm. shot by uh oh mm-hmm. yeah then there's that security guy by the elevator yep. takagi um the fbi guys on the uh Copter. Helicopter. Yeah, I think four in there. So, and then there was Ellis, of course. The, <laughs> <laughs> the, the most important kill. Yes. Yeah, maybe it is 30. Uh, maybe it's closer to 30. The m- number I have for kills in the movie is 22. Oh, wow. So take that with a grain of salt. Who knows? On screen kills by John McClane. The number I have is 10. Did you tally them yourself? No. Or is this a. This is- Somebody else. Oh, all right. I'm not spending this kind of time on this. Well, I didn't know if that's what you were doing. You. During he, the doesn't, he doesn't tally anything. <laughs> <laughs> I let other people There's do no the work, counting. and then I just regurgitate it out. 
so I did have a question though. We did this for Goodfellas as well, Polly. But uh, what song do you associate most with this movie? Is it Beethoven's Symphony Number no. Nine? Is it Run DMC's Christmas in Hollis? Because yeah. I don't really consider this a Christmas movie, but I guess How it is, is oh right? We have to talk about that <laughs> at some point. We have a podcast in mind already. <laughs> We're fighting. I don't know why it doesn't. I mean, it, yeah, it is, but it isn't. Um, it's the I, most I, Christmas movie. I think it's got to be the uh, Run DMC, because every time I, I do hear that song, I, I think of this movie because we'll it's right that. off the bat. We'll vote for that. Eric, what do you vote for? Oh, to Joy. Ode to Joy, and I think I'm there as well. Three for Beethoven, one for Run DMC. And I like that Polly picks the Run DMC, but yet doesn't consider this a Christmas movie. Yes. <laughs> the one that's about Christmas? <laughs> yeah, it's a Christmas song. It's during Christmas. So, all right, while we're here, this is a Christmas movie. It cannot, this, all, everything that happens in this movie only happens because it's Christmas. It's, he flies to California because he's going to this Christmas party. They're at the building that is mostly empty because it's Christmas. He's bringing the bear for Christmas. The, bringing the bear for Christmas. Ho, ho, ho. Uh, the catchphrases, or the, I guess there's stuff he's, he, he wrote, uh, is Christmassy. There's Christmas decorations all over the place. There's a Christmas song. <laughs> Everything is Christmas. I don't see it. God damn it. <laughs> You know the the most iconic sound in the movie to me is mm. what the glass breaking the elevator the ding of the elevator yeah. <laughs> every good. time the elevator dings something like when the elevator dings and it explodes and it blows yeah. the Christmas tree over I laugh every single time <laughs> on that, one. that one like kills me. <laughs> But anytime I hear that elevator sound, I, I, I think Die Hard. It's crazy. All right. I'm going to put that sound in this yeah. just by itself. Right. Huh, I did not expect that. All right. Okay. I'm going to go through uh, some of the casting issues. Uh, this is how people were cast or how or who was almost cast. It's really just who was almost cast. Yeah. Uh, and all of this, I think, is... Uh, I don't know if any of it is factual whatsoever. I just I have a bunch of names and some of it is legit. Some of it I think is garbage, but so here we go. And then we'll get into the recast rate stuff. I, I, first off, I hope you say the full name of this one guy because it is Ooh. totally you bullshitting when you normally say someone's name and you add like four other names into it. 
I thought of you right off the bat. So when you go, <laughs> when you go through the P and it's the character's name, not the, the actor's name, but. Oh, I don't, I. And I didn't even know his middle name until I, I saw it somewhere. Uh, oh, when I was, when I was watching the movie, uh, Alan Rickman uh, says his full name. Oh. That might be, a, that might be a clue. I, I, don't, I don't think I have this one. Yeah. Uh, so all I have here. So. For people who were almost cast, are for John McClane, Hans Gruber, and Al Powell, Sergeant Powell. That's all I've got. So uh, we'll get to McClane in a minute because there's a laundry list of people. Uh, other than Reginald Vell Johnson, uh, who played Sergeant Powell, uh, the other guy considered was Wesley Snipes, apparently. <laughs> I don't know if that's accurate or not, but that's the only name I came up with. I saw it somewhere. The only other name I found for Hans was Sam Neill from Hunt for Red October, a McTiernan guy. Uh, I can believe that. When we get to John McClane, it's basically name every big actor in Hollywood (laughs) age 35 to 45. So. And and one. uh, Here we go. One uh, septuagenarian. <laughs> uh, potential John McLean's include Sylvester Stallone, Harrison Ford, Burt Reynolds, Don Johnson, Richard Gere, Clint Eastwood, Paul Newman, Mel Gibson. Here's the one that I I can't believe anyone even considered it. Uh, Al Pacino. <laughs> Ridiculous. Uh, Kurt Russell. Robert De Niro, I don't know about that one either, uh, and Arnold Schwarzenegger. I saw and, Michael Madsen was also considered. And Frank Sinatra. Right. What? There's so, a story behind that. Oh my God, tell me about it. <laughs> this is awesome. Uh, Die Hard was originally going to be inspired by a book titled Nothing Lasts Forever about a 65-year-old ex-cop okay. who came to Los Angeles and goes to visit his daughter. It was a sequel to a 1966 book called The Detective. Frank Sinatra starred in the 68 film adaptation oh. of The Detective and was offered the chance to reprise the role of John McClane in the follow-up, but he refused because he was a thousand years old. Right. They were contractually obligated to offer him the role. Yeah. Wow. So I saw, um, I intentionally skipped over it and didn't really look at it, um, but... Um, when you said that you didn't have it, I pulled it up. So for Holly Gennaro, McLean, um, actresses considered for that role were Linda Hamilton, Gina Davis, Deborah Winger, Michelle Pfeiffer, Jamie Lee Curtis, Carrie Fisher, and Kelly McGillis. Wow. That's a hell of a list. Yeah. It's interesting how, I mean, that's a lot of people that, to go through the list and same with the John McClane, just a lot of people for a small role too. Yeah. Um, But for him, the number of people on the list for potentials, whether they actually, um, uh, I almost called it interviewed, but Uh, um, auditioned for it. Um, Whether that whole list auditioned or not, I don't know, but some were offered. It's just, I mean, it just seems like a, big long list it's crazy and it's fascinating that bruce willis ended up getting it given his well lack you can of experience see as an action some of these guys they were leaning to, into the action stuff and right. 
once they figured out that it wasn't an action movie, then no Schwarzenegger, no Stallone, uh, some of these other people yeah. fall off of it. Yeah. I love it's, I love the Burt Reynolds. Yeah, only, that's a ridiculous one. But I only love Burt Reynolds if Dom DeLuise is Al Pal. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now that is a recasting. Right there. That's funny. Holy shit. <laughs> That's pretty good. I like that one right there. All right. Uh, Recasturbate. All right. Better close the door. It's time to recasturbate. We are going to focus mainly on the core four for like this round robin round. Okay. John McClane, Hans Gruber, Sergeant Powell, and I'm throwing in Carl because he's the secondary bad guy. Then after that, it's sort of a wild card. Let's just throw out names. I can go down the list, but it's not going to be one by one by one, but yeah. it'll be more free-flowing because there's so many people. We can right. Okay. Should we start with John McLean? Sure. Yep. I have two okay. and two only. Uh, my number one would be John Krasinski as McLean. Oh, interesting. In the Bruce okay. Willis. Uh, my number two, I think, is probably equally as strong, but I like Krasinski better, would be Chris, pa- Chris Pratt. I had him on my list. I mean, I, I think he, he comes up a lot for these kinds of roles. Mm-hmm. I mean, the Indiana Jones type stuff, that's a right. Chris Pratt type deal. All right, Al? So other than Chris Pratt, I had um, Michael B. Jordan. Mm-hmm. And then going in a slightly different direction, I had Donald Glover. Hmm. Playing kind of the quiet cop, but would have kind of a sense of humor. Like I was, as I was watching it today, I'm kind of listening to some of the dialogue and stuff like that. The banter back and forth with Hans. I think I I like him better than Michael B. Jordan for it, maybe. Michael B. Jordan's a little bit more serious, I think, but... um, well, and that's the thing. When they were when they talk about casting Bruce Willis, one of the things that they were saying is, we needed to cast a guy with the mouth and the attitude first, right. and then do the action stuff later. Right. Uh, so that's what I was thinking. Like, who can do the yeah attitude? Yeah. I did have John Krasinski in my list too, but I also had uh, Bradley Cooper. Yeah. Um. Uh, I considered Oscar Isaac, and then I mm. also like who's the one i think i picked at the end uh john david washington oh, oh yeah mm-hmm. denzel's boy yeah he was just in tenet yeah oh that'd be good did you see him in the uh black Klansman? i did, did you, was yeah. it good yeah, yeah i didn't it watch good. it yeah it's yeah. good Polly, any thoughts on a new john mclean new john mclean how about a uh jack black <laughs> you've got the funny i don't know about the cop yeah, side the of things in the mouth. Yeah, <laughs> right. uh, i would just i would be laughing too hard at him like diving behind desks and stuff like that because yeah. it would be so comedic he's not like doing the, doing the the cartwheel that he does he's getting stuck in that air duct for sure yeah. uh <laughs> if you go more on the cop side maybe a, a john cena you know like a big yeah. Bulky dude. Um, that's all I got. All right. <laughs> uh, 
All right. Uh, Hans Gruber, I only thought really of, I should have had more options for this one, but I only went with two. Um, my second place guy is uh, Mark Strong. He was the bad guy in uh, um, the Robert Downey Jr. British uh, investigator. Uh, Sherlock Holmes. Thank you. He was the bad guy in that. He was the. He was Merlin in uh, Kingsman. Yep. Oh yeah. Yeah. I was thinking that the, the the gadget guy from the Kingsman. Yep. Um, he was my second place guy. My first place, I was thinking Paul Bettany. Oh, interesting. Interesting. That's a good one. Yeah. It's very That's British. Good. Yeah. Kind of like uh, Rickman. Yeah. After that, I didn't really put a lot of thought into it. Yeah. yeah. I had um, <clears throat> I I had a lot, <laughs> and so now I'm kind of nice. I'm down to four, and I'm going to go from like my least to my best. Mm-hmm. Least is uh, Matthew Good or Matthew Goody, mm-hmm. um, Adam Driver. Oh, that might uh, that's I like Adam Driver. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's a good one. Uh, Henry Cavill. <laughs> that's good. And sure. my favorite is Tom Hiddleston. Oh, oh that's a good that's, one. That's a good one. <laughs> that's the leader in the clubhouse right now. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I, I too had a, I went through a whole bunch. I have more names for Hans than uh, anybody else. And I thought he was going to be harder to cast, but I found myself finding mm-hmm. a bunch of names. Um, I thought of Javier Bardem at one point. Oh, yeah. Um, oh. It'd be a very different movie, but Tilda Swinton. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I love Tilda Swinton whenever she comes up in our yes. casting. She's, um, she's always a wild card <laughs> yeah. for us. We throw her in for good stuff, yeah. yeah. My, uh, my runner-up, uh, Michael Fassbender. Oh, shit. Oh, that's a good one. Good one. And then my, my really pick... There's so many teeth in that smile. <laughs> my, my pick, uh, Christoph Waltz. Oh, yeah, that's a, yeah. What? How did I not think of that one? Right. That's a good one. Christoph Waltz. All right. I think that's a really mm-hmm. good one. Mm. Paul, you have any thoughts on uh, Hans? Hans, Booby. <laughs> uh, Aquafina? No, that's what no. <laughs> uh, Who did I have? <laughs> so I'm just looking at a list. Colin Firth that made me laugh. That wouldn't work either. Uh, I don't have anybody that's that's really that you guys haven't covered already. That would be a good one. Yeah. Um, we threw out a lot. Yeah. All right. I'm going to go back to you, Polly, and give you the option of starting if you have one for Sergeant Al Powell. Sergeant Al Powell. Uh, Tyler Perry, isn't he hot and popular? <laughs> <laughs> sure, that's a good one. Uh, I've got, I've got an owl pal to me. It's it's the st- we can stop casting after this guy, it's just one guy, and there's there's nobody else. Okay, I think it's Keenan Thompson. I think mean, Keenan oh. Thompson's owl pal, yeah, I- and then. You shut it down after that. He was my pick as well. Oh, interesting. Uh, my backup for him would be like uh, Anthony Mackie. Uh, 
Oh. Falcon from yeah. uh, one of the, uh, the Avengers stuff. Yeah. He was also on my list. I had um, two guys. There's a third one that I'm, I'm almost too embarrassed to list. Um, <laughs> <laughs> one is Winston Duke, who uh, is in Black yeah. Panther. He's good, too. On my list. <laughs> and the other, Eric, you stole it for a different character, is John David Washington. Oh, sure. I feel like he's too young. He's not, he hasn't lived long enough to have the experiences of Al, you know? He, it, looking for someone that could have made a mistake, it could, didn't have to be yeah. deep in the career. Yeah. Uh, th- uh, three of my four have already been said. Keenan Thompson was my first. I had That's Anthony Mackie and Winston Duke on my list. And then the fourth one I had thrown in there was John Boyega. Yeah, mm-hmm. I have him somewhere else. I do too. Yeah. That's good. So do I, I actually. Yeah, I, I, do. I bet it's in the same spot. Well, we're, we're, we're casting 37 characters, yeah. so we're going to have some overlap. Uh, I think Keenan okay. definitely takes it there. Yeah, yeah I, think, I think he's. Yes. He's an easy one. All right. This is one I'm. I'm afraid to hand this over to somebody else, but I'll, I will. Uh, Carl. <laughs> Allison, take it away. Who is, who, um, there's, so one there's one answer. answer. <laughs> there, is one, there is one answer, but before I get to that, <laughs> um, it was a name that was already mentioned, and that was Javier Bardem. I had played a Carl. Carl, a Carl character. Yeah. Um, Would he have the blonde wig? <laughs> a big blonde. That'd be hilarious. Yeah. Um, of course, Tom Hardy is. There it is. Um, Tom Hardy is Carl. Is Carl He's out there already? And then uh, I also had Army Hammer as uh, Carl. <laughs> ah, just a big, big blonde Nazi. Yep. Yeah. yeah, I only had to, uh, Tom Hardy, and then I stopped <laughs> typing. <laughs> I had Tom Hardy, and then my number. I have though. I picked Alexander Skarsgård. Oh, that's good. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. And you could, you could even have uh, his brother Bill play his brother. Oh, God. Yeah, I considered that Oh, my that God, too. that's good. That's Putting good. in all the brothers. Yeah, put all the, put all the, all the Skarsgårds guards in there. Just, <laughs> just give them whatever part. It's fine. <laughs> They're interchangeable. Just, sorry. Oh, my God, that's hilarious. Paul, any thoughts on Carl? You know who I think is Carl all the time? Like, Real for real, but he isn't Dolph Lundgren. <laughs> <laughs> I always think that's Dolph Lundgren, but it's not Dolph Lundgren. Oh, <laughs> my uh, my my recast, I had uh, Dave Bautista. Ah, oh, that's good. I considered him at one point. That's a very different Carl, but I like it. I like it. Uh, all right, we can go to the random round but just because we all love this character i'm throwing this in it for our our round robin discussion <clears throat> ellis uh-huh i got that. everyone think of an ellis polly uh oh. think of an ellis i have an ellis again i have only one one ping only <laughs> uh my ellis is charlie day oh i have him somewhere else <laughs> yeah i got charlie in a couple potential places i think charlie day is the perfect ellis i had i have one ellis and then there was another one that's like a backup 
my backup was Owen Wilson. Oh. My real Ellis is John Hamm. I could, not, I could not see anybody else doing that character other than John I like Hamm. that. I like that. I have Mr. Ham somewhere else. Oh. Uh, I have, uh, I've got Mulaney, John Mulaney for oh. Ellis. <laughs> yeah, that, That's a good that. one. You can do that for sure. I, um, I have Charlie Day. I had um, Jason Sudeikis. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's good. And then I do have him potentially have him somewhere else, but I also had uh, Jason Bateman. Mm. Oh, that's good. <laughs> I like Bateman there too. Ellis. Ellis. Uh, okay. Let's do some rapid fire. Uh, unless you have multiples, throw out your best for all of these. How about that? Okay. Okay. If you need to have multiples, fine, throw them out. Yeah. But uh, Holly Gennaro. I had Rachel McAdams. You love Rachel McAdams. Apparently, she's yeah. my favorite leading actress. She's in everything I play. Yeah, I had either uh, Carrie Washington or Emma Stone. Uh, Elizabeth, like Elizabeth Moss or Tessa Thompson? Hmm. Elizabeth, oh, yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Margot Robbie? <laughs> for no other reason than just Margot Robbie. Yeah. I had Brie Larson as a third pick. Yeah. Yeah. I think Polly's casting a different movie, though. I know. <laughs> uh, Argyle. Mm-hmm. I had O'Shea Jackson. Oh. Ice Cube's kid. Yeah. That's my Argyle. I had Charlie Day. <laughs> <laughs> I have uh, Tony Revolari, zero from. Oh, uh, oh, that's a good one. That's a good one. I like that one. I like that guy. Or Pete Davidson. <laughs> <laughs> that's a very different Argyle. Oh, that's so good. I like that one. I would I go like Pete Davidson, guy. too. I like Polly, that. Polly's doubling down on Pete Davidson. I like that. Uh, Richard Thornburg, uh-huh. who's the, uh, the uh, news reporter guy. Uh, I went Elizabeth Banks for that. Oh, one. that's good. I had Jesse Eisenberg. Oh. I have. You can play two dicks in a row. Yeah. You can play <laughs> fucking uh, Facebook guy and yeah. then uh, yep. this guy. Yeah. Uh, I have Sam Rockwell. Oh. Oh, that's good too. That's really good. He plays good assholes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Polly, any thoughts on that guy? I had Paul Rudd. <laughs> oh, that's funny. That's actually really funny. Yeah, that's good. Uh, all right, we did Ellis. Um, Dwayne T. Robinson. Uh, this is the guy from the the principal from um, Breakfast Club. Uh, here's where I had two. Uh, my number one's Paul Ham. John Ham. John Ham. Uh-huh. Well, it could be Paul Ham. Paul Ham. Why not? <laughs> John Ham uh, or Alec Baldwin. I think Ham could be could be the uh, comedy foil on that yeah. one. Yeah, yeah, he could do that. I forgot to put him down. All right. Um, I have. This is the other place where I had Jason Bateman. Oh yeah, that's good. Yeah, and or Paul Giamatti. Oh, I love, I'm a sucker for Giamatti. He should be in almost every movie. Yep. Yeah, I'm good with that. Paulie. 
one do I got? Uh, I think Kevin Hart would be funny, but he wouldn't fit the character at all. Um, I don't have anybody. Yeah. Uh, I didn't have this guy down until we were watching the movie, and I, I put this character in because I thought of a name. Uh, Takagi. I don't know why we even care who plays this role, but I put in uh, Ken Watanabe. That's what I had, too. There's only one person that's playing that mm-hmm. currently. Yeah. Um, It'd be in the other movie where Tilda Swinton is Hans. <laughs> I would have, uh, I had Ken Watanabe, but then the other name that I had was Michelle Yao. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, that's good. She's from Crouching Tiger. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, and everything else. Uh, all right. Polly, did you have anybody? Any, any major thoughts on Takagi? I can't go back to Aquafina because that's my go-to. Um, <laughs> no, but that is the that is the name. Do you know his full name? Oh. That I thought of you. No. Joseph Yoshinobu Takagi. <laughs> Joseph Yoshinobu Takagi. The Yoshinobu really. Uh, that's that's a Brendan ism right there. That's a good one, Yoshinobu. Good lord. Uh, okay, Theo. Mm-hmm. Uh, Theo, is it time for miracles? Uh, I had John Boyega as Theo. Uh, I have uh, Joseph Gordon Levitt <laughs> and Ezra Miller. Whoa, Ezra! Oh yeah, okay. The Flash. The Flash. Yeah. 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 I got him. I have. This is where I put Donald Glover. Oh yeah. And then uh, my other one is Kumail Nanjiani. I don't know. I, like I don't. Kumail. Uh, is it oh, yeah, 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 yeah. So, Paul, are you any thoughts on Theo? Mashallah Ali. Is that his name? Oh, the guy that's like super serious. <laughs> the most serious guy in Hollywood? Yeah, yes. Yeah. Sweet. How do you say his first name? Mahershala. Mahershala? Yeah. Yep. Well, okay. I love it. Uh, okay, then we have uh, Agent Johnson and Special Agent Johnson, no relation. Uh, I had names for these guys, and then I crossed them out, and I don't have names for them anymore. I, I, I have no characters. I have one name for each of them. I could almost throw anybody in there, and I think it'd be okay. But I've got Jason Statham and John Boyega. <laughs> wow. <laughs> wow. Okay. I saw in the credits for them, I think one is called Big Johnson and yeah, the other yeah. one's like, isn't it? One's yeah. Little Johnson and one's <laughs> Big, Big Johnson. I thought that was funny. Yeah. Uh, I, have, <laughs> I have Josh Brolin and John Boyega. Oh. Okay. Okay. Josh Brolin. That is good. That's good. That's a good age gap, too. I almost had Anthony Mackie and Sebastian Stan the guys from uh, the Winter Soldier thing that's coming out mm-hmm. soon uh, because they're, they're kind of funny together and they, they will be good. Yeah. But uh, yeah. then I, I cross them out because no one cares. I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, so I have nothing. Uh, but Robert Davi as Big Johnson, uh, that guy's awesome. That guy's a who's who of character actors. Right. He's in everything. He's recognizable with that 
pockmarked face, mm -hmm. trained opera singer. Uh, oh, mom, really? Mom was from Italy. Uh, dad was American, but he speaks fluent Italian. He's always, he's always Italian in everything he does, and he's always singing. He, he sings in every goddamn movie he's in. But the guy from Goonies? Yeah. 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 He, he was a, a bad guy in one of the James Bond movies. He was in this. He's all over the place. All right. Memorable scenes and quotable lines. So we're just going to play the none. entire movie and then we're done. Zero. Zero, zero lines. So we'll start with uh, the most obvious. Yippee-ki-yay, motherfucker. <gasps> motherfucker. Yippee-ki-yay, motherfucker. motherfucker. Uh, now I, I have a machine gun. Ho, ho, ho. That's a good one. Polly? I like Geronimo, motherfucker, when he throws the C4 down the uh, elevator shaft. Yeah. Welcome to the party, pal. That's a good one. My favorite is uh, Theo. And the quarterback is toast. <laughs> the quarterback is toast. Uh, I think a fan favorite of this group is Hans Booby. Yeah. I'm your white knight. Classic. But I can give him the. Uh, it's a Rolex. Shoot the glass. Shoot the glass. Uh, so let's say it in German. Uh, yeah, I looked it up. I, I looked it up, and it's not even. It's sort of that, but not really. It's a window. Yeah, fenster is window. Scheiß auf die Fenster. Shoot the window. <laughs> so close enough, right? Um, I'm Agent Johnson. This is Special Agent Johnson. No relation. no relation. Fantastic. Uh, fist with the toes or fist with your toes? Mm -hmm. I thought that was great to, I mean, who had the, maybe I mean, it was just the writer obviously had the foresight to think, how do I get this guy's shoes off for the entire movie? Because we need to play in the, yeah. the glass later. So yeah. tying that into the beginning of it was, was pretty key. It's, been, yeah, yeah. it's really good. Um, glass, who gives a shit about glass? a good one yeah i see him as we non-stop with that yeah, i see him <laughs> uh we're gonna need some more fbi guys i guess that's a good one quarterback is toast we talked about uh come out to the coast we'll get together have a few laughs that was in the trailer one of my i mean you know ellis is my favorite but one of my favorite ellis scenes is when they're trying to find Takagi at the beginning and he's like giving his whole background of, you know, went to Stanford, you know, blah, 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 blah. And he, he, Hans goes over to Ellis and he's like in his face and he's like, talks, you know, throw some fact out about Takagi. And Ellis is just shaking his head like crazy. Yeah. Like, no, I'm not Takagi. And I'm like, dude, no one thinks you're <laughs> fucking Japanese. You're insane. You're the whitest coked up guy in the room. And yeah. you know, we're looking for Takagi, not <laughs> and that's another funny Ellis thing when uh, Ellis goes into the office and he gets killed. They bring him a can of Coke with without even really s saying the first part of the joke. They just show you the second part. Clearly, he asked if th them if they had any Coke because right. he's been doing cocaine all day. And instead of bringing him cocaine, they bring him a can of Coke. <laughs> they never show you the setup, only the punchline. Yeah, <laughs> it's amazing. It's so good. Uh, oh, and then, then uh, the last one I think is 
I'm going to kill you. I'm going to fucking cook you. And I'm going to fucking eat you. I remember mom gasping when she heard that line. <laughs> the first time. Watching her pearls. Cannibalism. Yeah. <laughs> Ellis's line from that part when uh, you know, he's on the phone with John. When he goes, what am I, a method actor, Hans? Babe, put away the gun. This is radio, not TV. <laughs> I love he calls him babe. Yeah. I also like uh Al Powell. Why don't you smell what you're shoveling to uh Polly tell us because he's got one quote that we quote. Tell us who your favorite guy in the movie. <laughs> we all I know who it is. Yeah. Quote, so now Al- you can reveal it. Outside of Ellis, the, the 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 best guy that we love is Shut Down Grid Two Twelve. <laughs> shut it down, shut it down now. That guy, that guy is amazing. Yeah. That's where I would put Charlie Day. Yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. Shut it down. So the other guy I thought you were going to say, Polly. Um, oh. Is he, the Huey Lewis? Huey name. Lewis, yeah. Huey Lewis is my third favorite. I got 50 bucks on this game. Something's no, wrong. We're coming back. Coming back down. Down. No one can tell me that's not Huey Lewis. It's, it's Huey Lewis. <laughs> All right. Uh, would this movie work today? And the answer is yes, because it's remade every single year. Send in the car. Like, I keep thinking, like, is there, the is there some, what would be the, 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 they'd have to do something with cell phone, like jamming cell phone signals. That's like the only thing yeah, that they would yeah. have to figure out because every person in that room well, would I have mean, a cell phone. I joked about it earlier, but Skyscraper with The Rock, uh, that's basically this movie. They, they, I mean, terrorists, big skyscraper, one guy against the world type of thing. That's the movie. Well, you would think, I guess, the terrorists, the first thing they would do was collect everybody's cell phone. Yeah. But even so, yeah, yeah, or maybe there's some part of the the technology they're stealing is like uh, you know it, it cancels out all cell service yeah. in the building or whatever the fuck it is. Yeah, S- cell phones are a problem in everything you do today. Right. Yeah. Well, yeah. Carl's little brother. First thing he does in the movie is take out all the phones in the building. Yeah. So that might translate, I guess. The I did. I, I found that weird. Like the I, more I thought about him chainsawing the chainsawing the phones, those yeah. But wasn't the guy doing that already anyway before all of that was getting cut? Wasn't that what he was doing? Or I think I he was uh, tapping into the phones, making sure that the whatever alarms are in there don't oh. go off when they cut it. That's what I gathered, or somehow would have alerted the phone company right. that the lines were down, yeah. right? Yeah. Uh, would you? <laughs> what would you want to see in a sequel? Well, there's been four others. Five sequels. <laughs> I don't want any more sequels. I don't want to see anything oh, else. No. Uh, and a horrible battery car battery commercial. Yeah. yeah. No, you just see the rise of Hans Gruber. Right. I, I want to see a prequel, if yeah. anything. Otherwise, leave it alone. Yeah. What do you think, Polly? Yeah, I like the whole. Uh, I would like to see almost like an Ocean's Eleven seeing how the whole bad guy crew was formed like where they where hans found all these guys to to get them together i think that would be pretty good i want to see where he got the little samurai guy 
<laughs> they had to go to like Mongolia to like pull him out of something. And the, and, and he just of, keeps eating candy. And of course, it would be Hans and Simon would be, and then oh yeah, mm-hmm. Simon would go a separate ways at the end. Yeah, then, I think there's a uh, yeah, the rise of Hans Gruber prequel. That'd be a good one. Uh, okay, we can get into the how much are they worth game. I put in a couple. I had some. I had some names in there and wasn't sure if they would be on the website and I looked and they weren't, so I did cut them out. So Carl oh. Alexander Gudinoff, I put him in and he's not listed there. So he's been dead for I know 15 years at least. But I thought he'd be years. fun to have on there. Yeah. And then Paul Gleason, Sergeant uh Dwayne T. Robinson, uh was not in there either. But he's dead too, isn't he? I think of the top ten people you put in there, like Five or six are dead. So, the movie's cursed. (laughs) Or it's just so old. Speaking of, just as a little bit of trivia, I think there are four actors in this movie that are also in Ghostbusters. Yeah. That there's just a lot of overlap in casting. Yeah. That's all. I had two two quick trivia questions. Yeah, dive in. Uh, Does anybody know? The maid's name from uh, uh, Holly's house that's over it, taking care of the kids. I did until you just said it. <laughs> um, I'll, I'll give you a clue. My name is in it. No. Paulina? Paulina, yeah. Wow. It's I, from the beginning when she calls the kids to see how they're doing. Yeah. I was thinking it was. Like Rosita or Rosalita. <laughs> My second one is what rapper took a clip of Die Hard and put it into one of his songs? And it's <laughs> it's the see if you can get a black and white to do a drive-by. You hear that <laughs> in his song. I don't know, but I'm going to say Snoop Dogg. Close, but no. <laughs> <laughs> it's uh, Ice Cube. <laughs> Uh, all right the uh five people i have for our how much are they worth game and now let's play the how much are they worth game are william atherton the Mm -hmm. uh uh, reporter guy reginald vel johnson yeah al pal uh the director john mctiernan alan rickman and bruce willis okay Okay. Let's start with William Atherton, aka the bad guy in Ghostbusters. Thornburg would his be his name in the Yeah. Can't believe you don't hear from him anymore. I know. There's a lot of these guys I don't I'm surprised they're not acting. All right, I got a number. I I'm have become very bad at this game. <laughs> Please. I'm in the Hall of Fame for being bad at this game. I, I really have helped lift you up in the rankings. Last last one, yes. Yeah, for sure. Um, number for this guy. We know he's been in a, those two movies. This, Ghostbusters. Uh, Real Genius. Real Genius. Biodome. Oh, my God. Yeah, he always it. plays sort of a... Saying he was in Lost, the TV series. 
That's crazy. <laughs> Principal Donald Reynolds. Okay. Um, all right. I'm going to put, I have a number. I have a number. I have one. Holly, what's your number? I'm thinking like 1.5 million. Uh, okay, let me, oops, 1.5 for Polly. Uh, I got 5 million. That's what I had. I think I overshot it though. I had the same. Oh, wait, he was he was in Die Hard too, so maybe he did cash out on that one. <laughs> and Eric, you had what? Four. Four. William Atherton. Oh, somebody hit it right on the head, which means two points instead of one. Uh, has a net worth of five million. Wee! What? Uh. So we both get five points. Yep. Or two points. Yep. Yay! So I got really? Finally, have Times gotten two. out of the zero category. I think the last three podcasts <laughs> I had zero. Yes. Uh, yeah. Now I can hold my head up again. So, is he really worth five million? Who the hell knows? We're just going by this website, so that's what they say, and mm -hmm. that's what we're going to go with. And whatever uh so five million mm -hmm. good next is reginald i call him reggie bell johnson not johnson bell johnson he's got all that family matters money yeah. i know he's Urkel. did i do that <laughs> wow. allison you love Urkel, don't you uh no i hate that show <laughs> that kid was so annoying but i literally just saw something it was. I think we were rewatching Saturday Night Live episodes, and somebody did an impression of. Yeah, yeah. It Steve was the, the screen tests for Jurassic Park. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Michael Red. Yeah, was doing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, or Chris Red. Michael Red was a basketball player. Yeah. Um. Okay, Reggie Bell Johnson. This. What was his show? Family Matters. Family, Family Matters. Matters. That is high on the list of most popular shows that I haven't seen. Haven't seen a, 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 a minute of. Mm -hmm. mm. I think if it worked for Urkel, I would have watched it. <laughs> but the idea of that character annoyed me so much, I couldn't do it. You know? It's too over the top for me. I've got a number for this guy. I got one. I have one, but I think it might be high, but... I think we're going to be surprised with this one. I know. I think. Mean, I think this guy works. Uh, all right, I got. I got one. Throw it out. I'm going 25. Yet, mm -hmm. I've got 10. I've got 15. I also have 15. Oh my god, we are clustered. I have a feeling it's going to be closer to the 25, though. Ooh, Reginald Vell Johnson. Is an American actor who has a net worth of five million dollars. Oh my god! What? Too bad. O'Neill wins. I guess nobody was watching Family Matters for him. Guess not. Uh, wow, that's. He terrible. began his professional on-air or on-camera career in the eighties. Has he been married blah, multiple blah, blah. times? <laughs> 
Yeah, there's some. I always ask. I always ask that question when somebody is way yeah. lower than I would think. I'm not. Is he bad with his money? <laughs> I could get in there, but wow. not. Uh, all right, uh, John McTiernan. Okay. Now I don't know enough about. I wrote down known. a couple things. Okay. Just for uh, perspective here. McTiernan, he did a bunch of stuff, but the things we know him for are Die Hard, Predator, Last Action Hero, Hunt for Red October, and The Thomas Crown Affair. Those were his big ones. Those are big. But it's key to know he is currently on his fourth marriage. Do they take into account that? I don't I guess. know. <laughs> I think you have to, but... All right, I've got a number. We've overlooked it in the past and gotten burned, but yeah. we figured it into our numbers before, and we've gotten burned. So I don't. <laughs> you don't really have it's a, not an exact science. His, his troubles with the law couldn't have helped either. And yeah, yeah Eric's description of his law situation. <laughs> uh, I've made a slight. And I don't. I'm not aware that he has worked as a director since 2003. He may have, but it wasn't on his. My quick glance is IMDb page. Um, I'm going to go with, I have a number. I have a number too. Uh, Eric, let's start with you this time. <laughs> I'll say 10. Eric goes 10. I will go five. That seems to be the number of the day. I've got 20. And that's probably like the equivalent of me giving Scorsese's box office <laughs> gross as opposed to his net worth. No, <laughs> only six hundred million off, but who's counting? <laughs> <laughs> Could be the over, best overreach in pod history. That, that's oh the record God. for, for yeah. the most wrong. Yeah, it was so. It was. So wrong. <laughs> I, I, I bet I could say 500 million and I would still be under <laughs> Allison's number. <laughs> That's how off it was. Oh, all right, Paul. I'm going to go uh, 12. 12. I said five because five seems to be the number. Yeah, five is nonstop. John McTiernan has a net worth of. Five million dollars. Shut up! Oh my God! I totally guessed on that. I, I had not wow. seen this. Wow. So our first three answers are all five. And did you win all th five, three so far? Yep. Wow. Rig. I'm on a roll. Rig. I feel like this is a rigged game. <laughs> recount. I'm on a recount. Yeah. Alan, I fall off help tall buildings, Rickman. Uh, yeah. Don't typecast me as bad guys. Even though my entire career is based on being bad guys. All right, I've got a number. Hmm. I'm sorry, which one? Alan Rickman. Oh, the estate of Alan Rickman. Does he have cancer? Am I remembering that right? So. Hmm. Cancer. Lots of stage stuff, mm -hmm. theater stuff. Pancreatic cancer. The worst. Yeah. Big time movie stuff. It's got all that Potter money. 
got yep, he's got Potter money. He's got, um, as we mentioned before, the uh, Prince of Thieves money. <laughs> yeah. He definitely has Nottingham Thieves. money. Yeah, Love Actually. Boy in the Bubble. <laughs> Galaxy Quest. Oh, Galaxy D- Quest is a Dogma. Movie. Oh, yeah. Uh, I've got a Pretty number. Much every movie he touched was gold. Yeah. yeah. Al, what's your number for? I had 70. Alan. 70. Wow. The love of heat. Polly, don't say that. <laughs> Polly, what's your number? Uh, I'm going to go 25. <sighs> Eric? 60. I had 40. Oh, you guys are up there. 70, 60, 40, 25. <clears throat> I just got pissed at you saying 70, just recounting everything. I'm like, what? 70? No way. (laughs) Alan Rickman was an English actor who had a net worth of $16 million. Really? Yes. Polly wins. Thank you very much. How did did he get through all of those Harry Potter movies and not convert convert it to euros and then 16 million? Euro, yep. Well, it goes to pounds first. And well, then, yeah, yeah a, you have to pay the. Well, there was Brexit. Yeah, it's the exchange rate. <laughs> You've got to pay the check cashing place for the their services. Oh my god! You know. How did he get through all of those Harry Potter movies? I would have thought he would have made a lot more. Well, what if his cancer yeah. ate into a lot of that? I don't know. <laughs> you know, cancer eats money. Did he <laughs> have it? Was did he? Yeah, I don't know. I know not one thing about his personal life, so I can't even tell you. I only had one. According to IMDb, he was only married once, and she they were together until his death. Again, it's see, the, I, I think I'm confusing my ador- adoration for people with their monetary net worth. Well, he did a lot of. High high profile things where he was a big part of it, and you would think he would have been paid better. I don't know. Uh, Bruce Willis, Mr. John Willis McLean, Bruce Yashinobel, (laughs) Bruce Ellis Willis McLean, Hmm. 87 diehards. Seven diehards. Uh, a divorce with Demi Moore. Hmm. He had to deal with Ashton Kutcher for a while. Who's supporting that guy? <laughs> Pulp Fiction, Sixth Sense, Unbreakable, Armageddon, Hudson Hawk. <laughs> Hudson <laughs> Hawk. I forgot about a Hudson Hawk. Twelve monkeys. That was a good one. And red two. Sin City. Never saw a red. Neither did I. Yeah. I haven't seen the first one, but I saw the second one. (laughs) Well done. I liked it. I liked it more than I thought I would. He's got all that look. Who's talking? (laughs) (laughs) The voice of Mikey. And Rugrats Gone Wild. Saw it. Okay. The Beavis uh, and Butthead movie. 
So before we get to Bruce Willis, he won't qualify, but so far our highest person has been Alec, Alan Rickman with $16 million. You think Bruce is going to break it? Uh, I would definitely think so. <laughs> this is on track to be our lowest net worth game. Yeah. You better guess five again. <laughs> five billion. Uh, all right, I'll go first. I said 115. All right. I've got 200. Oof. Polly. Eric. <laughs> 150. Polly. Uh, I'm going to go 100 even. Oh, you prices righted me out of that. As in dollars. <laughs> Nailed it. Uh, okay. Bruce Willis is an American actor, producer, and... This is the funny part. American actor, producer, and this website has in parentheses, musician. Yeah. <laughs> Bruno. Uh, yeah, quotes. Yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, pseudo mus musician <laughs> who has a net worth of. Bartender. 250 million. What? Whoa. Mm. This is the first time I got shut out. Wow. Yeah. Finally. So I got four, Polly got one, Allison got three, Eric got goose egg. Zero. Whoa. It's the first time I've ever been shut out. Yeah, finally. <laughs> New person in the basement. O'Doyle rules. <laughs> <laughs> I have won definitely the last two in a row, maybe the last three in a row. Yeah. Don't look it up because I prefer just to make it up. Uh, but Making up your own stats. Yeah. Uh -huh. um, I'm the best player of this game ever. So, Ooh. there you go. All right. And all the stats will back me up. <laughs> <laughs> all right, well, that's good. Any final thoughts on Die Hard, the greatest Christmas movie ever, Polly? It's a Rolex. <laughs> <laughs> Hans, Booby, I'm your oh, white knight. Good. Is this a Bruce Willis movie or is this a an Ellis movie? Ellis, <laughs> Ellis, of course, no question. Ellis, <laughs> then Alan Rickman. Yeah. And then Bruce Willis. Yeah. Yeah. I would like to see Bruce Willis switching places with Ellis for the entire movie. Ellis is just running around killing people. <laughs> <laughs> we need, yeah, like a uh, the face swapping. Uh huh. Oh god. Yeah, Ellis's paranoia is. Uh, doing coke in the air ducts of the <laughs> towers. It just gets lost in the air duct. He tries to, uh, you know, dice up and then snort the C4. Right. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, Polly, thanks. That's uh, that's thank a, you guys. A holiday feature for us, and uh, we'll do something good soon. All right. All right. Later, Go fuck yourself. See ya.